Living life is a lot like looking through a prism. You know, the way that we look at the world is how it appears to us. If you think about that for a minute, you consider the fact that your mind ultimately is responsible for what you experience. You know, your consciousness is really the only thing that you know. And if we think about what your consciousness is for a moment, it's the sum total of your internal world and your perception of everything that's happening in the world outside of your skin, your environment, the world around you. And our conditioning, our past experiences and all that type of thing heavily influence how we see the world. Or should I say how we're set up to see the world? So if we consider that the world as we experience it exists in our minds in terms of how our minds perceive reality, then in a metaphorical way, not in a literal way, the entire world exists only in our minds. Of course, you know, the world doesn't exist in our minds. We exist in the world. But as far as our experience of it, it's all happening upstairs in our brains. So it's interesting to consider that if the world is ex experienced in our mind, then that means that our mind influences everything that we experience. So just to unpack that one a little bit, if how we think about life in reality, how we think about situations in ourselves exists in our minds, then that is going to influence how we see the world and therefore it's gonna influence our perception and experience of life itself. That's why perspective is so powerful. Because if we can learn to understand and become aware of what I was just talking about, then we can understand to shift it. And we can change our perspective intentionally and therefore create a closer version of what it is in life that we want to experience. Now that sounds or can sound kind of lofty and almost metaphysical, but it's quite boots on the ground, literal type of stuff, very practical stuff. For example, if you were about to go into a job interview and you're feeling nervous and unsure of yourself and just generally anxious, you go in there and even though that you're very qualified and experienced, you're still anxious because you're worried about what the interviewer is going to think of you. If they're going to see any value in you, if you'll get the job, how much more anxiety and stress will you have to endure not having a job, et cetera, et cetera. And with that perspective on the situation, it actually makes you show up in that interview in a way that doesn't serve you because the interviewer will definitely notice that you're not comfortable, that you're anxious, that you don't feel sure of yourself. And that will actually make them have a, a you know, less positive perspective or perception on who you are 
and how you might um, perform as a part of the company. But if you change that before you go into the, the interview, if you recognize that you're feeling anxious and you're feeling unsure of yourself and you stop and just notice like, that's just a perspective. My perspective right now is that I'm not in control. My perspective is that this person is going to be judging me. And so it makes me uncomfortable. And you flip that and you go, hold on a second. Actually, I'm the one that's come here to see if this place is worth my time. And by the way, that's how it should be whenever you go into interviews or any situation. Whether you're hanging out with people, whatever you're doing, just think about it like, is this, is there value? Like, do I need to be here? Is this worth me spending my presence and my energy and being here? And if so, if you go into an interview with that perspective, like, let's, let me interview them. Let me see if they're worth me coming and spending my time here. Then you move into there with a level of confidence, clarity, conviction, ability to speak boldly and bluntly. And that really impresses the interviewer because that gives off a whole different type of energy. And they're like, oh, this person is decisive and confident and clear-minded. That's who I want. So just it's that simple perspective shift that creates that type of change. Just looking at a situation, noticing what's going on, and then kind of flicking the switches in your head to turn the tables into a way that serves you instead of allowing just kind of the chaos of your mind and of life to have its way with you. You know, perspective is incredibly powerful, but like I said, the important thing to remember is it's up to you to take charge of it. You know, so a few big picture ways that you can positively change your mindset in life in general is by sort of what I was talking about earlier, believing in your own power. You know, it's really easy for us to compare ourselves to other people, to kind of uh, give you know, heroic virtues to those that we admire and therefore make us feel down on ourselves or like we can't accomplish things. But if you feel like that way, you look back at all of the challenges, all the barriers that you've overcome in your life, and you just reflect on those for a moment, then you realize like, well, I have, I have gutted it out. I have overcome a lot of stuff. I have triumphed again and again and again. I'm still here. You know, you are powerful and you can do it. Another thing to reflect on is being bold in your authenticity. As hyper-focused as culture, particularly American culture, is on individualism, the thing that balances that also is people trying to disappear into normalcy. They want to, you know, because of the comfortable, you know, it's, it's tempting and to be comfortable, right? So we go into social situations or whatever it might be, and people always shave down their personalities, trying to make themselves more digestible, try and kind of hide who they actually are and put up this facade so that they don't 
feel vulnerable so that they don't accidentally uh, get into an uncomfortable situation with someone else. But that doesn't help. It, you know, it seems like that would make life more comfortable, but it doesn't. It actually does the opposite. It makes everyone, <laughs> that's why everyone's all awkward and, and uneasy in their skin. It's because no one's just letting go and relaxing and just being who they really are. You know, so remembering to be bold in your authenticity, being you, just honoring the, you know, the fullness of who you are. And the more that you do that, the more comfortable in your skin will be. And when you're comfortable in your skin, you'll find that connection and that actual comfort that you're looking for in the first place. Being kind to others and yourself is another powerful way to strengthen your perspective. You know, it's always good to be kind to everyone and be kind to other, your, uh, you know, yourself and so forth. But a lot of times I, I feel like people do that almost out of a weird obligation, almost as sort of like a, um, charitable dessert, as it were, doing something nice because, you know, there's going to be some type of reward in some way. And what's interesting is that that, that's actually true, but not in the way that people think about it generally. You know, our, our brains are really fascinating machines. They are always looking to optimize and to make our experiences and ultimately the energy that we spend as economical as possible. And so the brain, you know, makes the common habits and things that we repeat easier by rewiring the synapses and the neural networks and so forth in our mind. And so if you are kind to people, not only does it make them feel good, it makes you feel good and releases, you know, feel good chemicals, but also over a longer period of time and just consistency, it will actually start to rewire your brain so that you will genuinely think in a more kind way about yourself and others. And what that will do is make you know, your global experience of life more warm and more kind feeling because the brain will change its pathways to feed into more of that type of energy. And lastly, be open to evolving your habits. You know, it's easy for us to feel stagnant a lot of times. And a lot of times we can be doing the right things, something that works for us, something we know is good for us, but still we feel stagnant. And that's because a lot of times something that worked well for us at one point in time doesn't necessarily work well for us now. And it's good to just check in and observe your habits, see what you're doing, see if it's still serving you or if it was something that you needed in the past to get to where you are today. And just be opening to kind of discovering, you know, what's ne no longer necessary, uh, if there's a better way to approach the changes or just the general maintenance of your experience of life that you have right now. 
and notice if perhaps there's something new that you might need to be doing to get to where you want to be. I hope you enjoyed that podcast as always. Um, I appreciate you listening and sharing with your friends and rating the show. I am Hey Corey Allen on all social platforms. If you want to come hang out and say hi. And until next time, my friends, much love.